Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Latina CEO Identity Podcast. I am so happy that you are here. If you are new to the show, welcome. In today's mini episode, we are going to talk about how you can attract coaching clients as a therapist. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that I officially opened up more spots for private coaching. If you know that you've been wanting to work with me and you've been listening to the show and a lot of the topics that I talk about and speak on really land for you and you know that you would really benefit from working with a coach that gets you, that sees you, and that can support you in doubling your income with coaching, I want to invite you to apply for private coaching and become a private client. These private client spots are limited. And you can head over to the show notes to find the link where you can apply and schedule a consultation call to apply for private coaching. And essentially what happens on this call is we get together. It's an informal call. We get together and we identify where you are to see how I can support you. It is a complimentary call. There is no commitment by you applying to be a private client. So I want to invite you because these spots did open up and I am so, so excited to welcome you to become a private client. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first-generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi-six-figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked-out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode. One of the most common things that I see with clients that I serve is that they have this belief that attracting coaching clients as a therapist is going to be really challenging and like it's going to be this completely new, different world that they're stepping into. And I will say that the only reason why they feel this way is because of their training, right? Their professional training and because they are very used to clients coming to them in the sense that if you work for community mental health, if you work for a community mental health agency and or you have a private practice, most likely you are used to clients either being referred over to you or you're used to being on a directory or you're used to really having clients be given to you by like your higher ups and supervisors. So the idea of actually attracting clients is not necessarily a huge, huge priority for you because you know that they are going to be coming, right? So here are three things that we're going to dive into that you absolutely want to start implementing so that you can start attracting coaching clients as a therapist. The first thing that we're diving into is you have to pick a platform, right? You have to go from passively selling your services to actively selling your services. What does this mean? This means you have to go from saying that you're accepting clients to actually letting people know that you are taking clients, that you can help them and letting them know that you can support them in their transformation, right? So it goes further than just saying that you're accepting new clients right now. And that is a really drastic difference between the therapy field and the coaching field, which a lot of times it might feel like 
you are really out of your comfort zone when you even think about the idea of attracting coaching clients. And a part of you may feel like, hey, maybe I should stick to my therapy worlds because the idea of actively selling is really uncomfortable to me, right? So if this is you, here's what I want you to know. If you have in your, like if one of your dreams is to open a private practice, you should know that one of the things that you will have to do to stay afloat and to, you know, stay booked out in your private practice is to sell your services. You're going to have to market the work that you do because you're no longer working with a supervisor that is handing you over a huge list of clients that you will be serving. So all of a sudden you become an entrepreneur. When you start a private practice, you become your own marketer, you become your own admin person, you become your own bookkeeper, right? And all of the things that you can imagine. So you start putting all these different hats on. And what you probably don't see is all of what you're doing is really entrepreneurship all around. So The important thing that you have to really step into doing is picking a platform where you're going to be marketing your services, whether that is LinkedIn, Instagram, email, right? So picking a platform where you're going to be selling your services, that is one of the first steps that you invite people to work with you, that you psychoeducate people and you let them know about what you can help them with. You invite them to come work with you. And you might be thinking, Liz, that sounds just like therapy work. What do you mean I have to psychoeducate people on these platforms? There is a very fine line between offering your services and what clients find is that they get confused between the idea of actively selling their services and putting their things out there into the world in terms of social media, right? So when you, let's say you pick Instagram, for example, if you pick Instagram as a platform that you're going to be using to market your services, you might be having this idea that you're going to be, that's going to require you to put all your business out there and you're going to let go of your privacy. But this is what I offer clients. And I'm thinking about one client in specific that had a really difficult time with really self-disclosing and idea of marketing her services on Instagram And slowly but surely, she had a breakthrough through weekly coaching that I was providing her with where she realized, wow, marketing my services on social media isn't actually me letting go of my privacy. If anything, I'm just psychoeducating people on the reasons why they're experiencing the issues that they're experiencing. And then I'm just inviting them to work with me so that I could help them. And in that moment, you could clearly see her eyes light up and how light she felt by realizing that what her brain was making mean that she was being manipulative, right? Like by selling, quote unquote, was actually not manipulative. And it was actually her just providing a deeper impact to her community by choosing a platform and actually actively selling and making call to actions and inviting people to work with her. If you're my client, you know this. I have a really special framework that I use called the invitation to launch method. And through this framework that I teach my clients, they become able to go from passively selling to actively selling in a way that feels really, really good to them. So that is a first step that you absolutely want to step into so that you can start attracting coaching clients as a therapist. And I mentioned a lot of psychoeducation and Just because you are a therapist and you are selling coaching services 
doesn't mean you shouldn't be psychoeducating your people because psychoeducation really just shows people that you are knowledgeable in the information that you share and in the information that you hold and that you're going to be supporting them through. The second thing that you really want to start doing is noticing the clients that are coming to you that you can't necessarily serve because it's out of your state of practice. So if you are uh, licensed in California or if you are an AMFT in California, right, you most likely can't work with clients outside of your licensing abilities. So anybody that comes to you that wants to work with you, and this is very important for my Latina therapists because there's very little of us and we our services are highly, highly needed. So if anybody comes to you that maybe you can't serve because they are not in your state, then I would offer that you let them know that you can't necessarily serve them within your therapy field, but that you can serve them as a coaching client. And a hundred times out of a hundred, people are going to be so happy to just be able to work with you, even through coaching. That is the second thing you absolutely want to start tapping into and becoming more aware of, right? That you can actually impact people and serve people through your coaching practice, even though they're coming to you for therapy work. Of course, this will require you to assess to see what the client's needs are. If they are a super high need client with a clinical diagnosis, of course, then you would refer them out. But if it's a client that wants to do more of personal development and or they have a goal in mind that they want to work through and it's much less clinical diagnosis per se, then you can determine as, you know, the clinician and as the professional in the room and give them a professional recommendation that they would really actually benefit so much more from coaching. And that is another way in which you can attract coaching clients as a therapist And what I see in my clients is that because they are therapists that are coming into the coaching world, one, there is such a high need for therapists that there is such a high need for Latina therapists inside of the coaching industry. And clients are just so excited to work with you because of your background. So you're immediately already at an advantage when you enter the coaching industry and you start offering your services because of the level of authority that you carry within the background that you hold. That is the second thing that you definitely want to start becoming more aware of. The third thing would be starting to take on clients that are in your circle, the people that are always coming to you for advice, for support. I want you to think of the friend of the friend of la prima, of the tia, right? Or like the person you knew and college that you weren't really friends with, but they know of you and you know of them. And you might tell yourself, oh no, that's a conflict of interest, but really it's not because you're not taking on them as their therapist. You're taking on them as their coach. So I want you to just notice your inner circle, right? Your extended circle and notice maybe three to four people that you know might really benefit from your services. Because the truth is that There is not a conflict of interest because you're in the coaching space. I've had many of my clients have been people that I knew or people of people that knew me. And when I was practicing therapy work, I would immediately shut it down because I, again, we learned that it's a conflict of interest, which it is in a therapeutic setting. 
But with coaching, I have actually been able to impact and serve some of my closest friends in their own transformation. And of course, this has certain parameters where you do have to be, you know, very conscious of making sure that you are really staying in line with the coach and client relationship in the sessions and within the boundaries that you hold with the contract that you have. And that is something that I teach you inside of the work that we do together, right? We have contracts in place to support you in this process so that you can actually support people that you really deeply care about and create a deeper impact. Because something that I find that I see very often with my clients is that, you know, they come to me and they say, Liz, but how am I going to help them if they're my friend? Or what if it's difficult for me to like not blur the lines? And something that I always say is you definitely want to stay present with the person inside of the room and be professional, guide them. But more than anything, you can impact them in such a deeper way if they are your client versus if they were your friend. If they were your friend, of course, you can listen to them and give them a couple of tips here and there. But the impact is not going to be as deep as if you were actually holding space for them once a week for 45 minutes. I hope that through me explaining this, you're able to kind of visualize what that actually does and the level of impact you actually get to create. So these three things are things you definitely want to start tapping into and start noticing around you so that you can start attracting coaching clients as a therapist. It is actually not as difficult as our brains make it mean, right? Or make it seem that, you know, we're going to be selling, selling, selling all the time. Yes, you're going to be making offers, but I would invite you to think of it as an invitation because you truly care about impacting people's lives. Extending an invitation is the gift that you give your clients and your potential clients with the work that you do, right? Like I cannot tell you how many times my clients thank me for having the courage to continuously make invitations because that's how they were able to find me and the work that I do, which now I help them double their therapy income with coaching for those that are inside of my signature group program, Align Coaching, that launches three times a year and that is currently closed if you're thinking about that, but it will be opening up for enrollment in a few in a few months and that I do inside of private coaching, which I now have spots open for. I opened up a couple of spots and you can apply for that in the show notes, but that's the work that we dive into, right? That's the work that I support you in doing. And for private coaching, you don't necessarily have to be a therapist. It is open to Latinas in general. And those are essentially three tips that I would give you that you could definitely start tapping into, start sitting with to kind of shift you out of, again, passively selling and taking you into actively selling, right? Because Many times I see so many of my clients have so many people that they could be helping in their like phase, but they knock them down because they automatically discredit or disqualify them as their potential client because of that quote unquote conflict of interest. So these are some of my philosophies and I hope that you take them today and that you implement them and that you start telling people you can help them so that you can start attracting those coaching clients and introducing coaching into your business model and so that you can start doubling your income with coaching. So that's what I'm on a mission to do. If you know that, you know, you would benefit from services again with me, I encourage you to apply for private coaching. Again, the link is in the show notes. I cannot wait to hear from you. And I hope that you took so much from today's episode. 
I will leave you with that and I will see you in the next one. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at lifewithliz, that is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí and I'll see you in the next episode.